You're listening to the We Don't Want to Wait iZombie Podcast Marshmallow Crossover Special Spectacular Circus of the Stars. My name is Robin. <laughs> I'm Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> and we are here talking about Veronica Mars. We're getting close to the end of season two. We're getting close to the last season of iZombie in, a, in about a month's time. Uh, a little over a month. Two months. Well, I'm really rushing it. Anyway, we got some Veronica to talk about tonight. Three episodes. What are they? Never mind the buttocks. <laughs> this is only because I, I, I asked you this because I really just wanted you to say buttocks. So. <laughs> I know. I know. We'll have to talk about this title because I don't know what it has to do with the episode. Uh, look who's stalking uh-huh. and happy go lucky. Happy go lucky. Excellent. Oh, I get it now. <laughs> what, the never mind the buttocks? No, the happy-go-lucky. Yeah, I, it took a minute for me to get that, and then I was like, oh, yeah, there's a character named Lucky. Oh, yeah. And then the buttocks. Um, I think we've reached our buttocks quota. Buttocks, buttocks. And then, of course, well, there's the other pronunciation, buttocks. Well, there were no buttocks in the episode, were there? Uh, no, none that we saw, but we heard about them. Don't remember? Well, that's why we're here. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the episode. Uh, this is written by talks. Phil Klemmer. Um, who? Wait, who? Phil Klemmer. Okay. He's, he's one of the writers. Not one you hear about very often. Um, of course, the uh, title is also based on the Never, Not, Never Mind the Bullocks, Here's the Sex Pistols album. Okay, the so, one with Anarchy in the UK. Yeah. Like, isn't that the only one? I, don't even, I, I think they only did one album. I don't know. And then they moved on. Got on, yeah. <laughs> Didn't Sid Vicious die? Uh huh. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. Uh, is there a movie about it? Because I don't know. Um, Do you not? Have you not? You don't know? Hmm? Sid and Nancy? Oh, Sid and Nancy. Yes, of course. Well, I forgot about it. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I watched it recently. It's good. Oh, okay. you know, it's uh, uh, uh Commissioner Gordon. What's his? Darn it. Gary Oldman? Gary Oldman. It was like his breakout yeah. performance. Yeah, I saw it probably like 10 years ago. and uh, I, Yeah, I rewatched it with Morgan recently. And mm-hmm. uh, Xavier, uh, Xavier, Xander, Xander, Berk- Xander Berkeley, mm-hmm. he's in it, looks exactly the same. <laughs> I tweeted him and told him about it. Oh, he you did? Like, yeah. Yeah, he said, yeah, you look like shit all your life and you don't ever age or something like that. He replied to you? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, most recently on uh, The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. I, he, I know him mostly from 24. But anyway, back to Veronica but Mars. He's been in everything. I can't yeah, believe true. he has it. I can't believe he wasn't on Veronica Mars. I'm sure he has. We just didn't notice. I don't know. <laughs> he probably looked the same, I'm, I, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, the summary is Veronica's investigation into a simple hit and run turns into a climactic face-off between the Fitzpatricks and the PCHers. So uh, the first little subject here is, you know, kind of advancing. This is not exactly the Eccles trial episode, but um, we have a little bit of Eccles trial stuff at the beginning. Um, basically, uh, his, we, we see his lawyer for the first time asking Veronica if she knows what sex looks like. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, she's the one of the witnesses that actually saw the tapes. Yeah, at first I was I couldn't figure out what was I was like what is this what is this <laughs> what are we doing here and then you realize oh okay it's been a year it's probably finally coming to trial mm-hmm. Aaron Eccles and 
Yeah, they didn't just send him to jail and say you can't get out. They have to. They have to do. They have to do court. Yeah, and so. uh, it's going to be embarrassing for Veronica. Veronica's going to be raked over the coals. Mm. Um, and then later, uh, actually, at the end of the episode, but it also has to, it kind of bookends the the episode. Uh, Keith tells Veronica that they actually found Aaron's Oscar statue. It had uh, Lily's blood on it, but it also had Duncan's hair. Which uh, we remember where that came from. Yes, when uh, Kendall with the tweezers pulled it out of the shower drain at the mm-hmm. hotel. The next subject I have here is called prom drums. Um, <laughs> so uh, first we have uh, random locker searches, um, and Mac gets her cell phone interceptor taken. <laughs> which I swear, you know, maybe Clemens doesn't realize what this thing is, but I'm sure. Like it's something that you can get taken away from you and probably given to the police and have the kid get into some trouble. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cell phone interceptor. Uh, but I, I guess she was uh, using it to eavesdrop on Beaver's phone calls. Yeah, it was a, a way of letting us know that oh, they are broken up because mm-hmm. last we saw, he was upset because she because she was upset. He got yeah. upset because she. How dare she get upset? Also, she told oh. Veronica, right? Oh, yeah, she know Veronica. Oh, yeah. I made a note when watching this the one. The male ego. <laughs> I made a note when watching this one scene is that uh, uh, she she actually calls him Beaver. She doesn't call him Cassidy in that, mm. that scene. So, yeah, they're definitely broken up. Um, so, in order to help out, uh, Veronica sets off the secretary's car alarm. It sounds like a dog barking. Thank you for adding the the noise. I took her outside, took her around the loop to get her some exercise, thinking that maybe that would happen, but it did not. Uh, But Clemens is on to her. He's already changed the locks, so she's got to ask Vincent for help, uh, Butters, who strikes a deal with Veronica and says he wants to go to prom with Mac. So um, he gets them into the office to find the cell phone interceptor, and it... uh, Pretty shortly afterwards, Max starts realizing what Veronica's gotten her into. <laughs> hmm And I don't think she's not happy about this situation. No. So uh, next up uh, with the prom drums, Jackie is asking Veronica if she can get her a job at the hut. Oh, yeah. So Veronica goes, asks the manager. She said <laughs> that she has a stack of... of uh, applications and asks Veronica if she'll vouch for her. Yeah, you worry it's gonna. This is gonna turn into a problem and then create a whole yeah. bunch of drama between Jackie and Veronica. But it doesn't. No, yeah. Jackie's good. Yep. <laughs> uh, also, I just want to note that in the cast credits, this manager is billed as her character's name is Cute as a Bug Manager. She's pretty cute. <laughs> she is cute. <laughs> I just it's just so funny. Uh, you know, some of these characters just do not get names; they just get descriptions. <laughs> um. Meanwhile, Wallace is losing his patience with Jackie, and he's like, hey, wait, come on. You're already the girl whose dad blew up the kids. You know, why Why do you worry about <laughs> – this is uh, about this point where I just, like, wrote Wallace, WTF, and capital letters. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when J- Jackie does great at the hut, Wallace shows up to apologize. He just says he just wants to know if she's worried about her rap or if she doesn't like him. And if she doesn't like him, he'll walk. Jackie says that she does like him. Uh, but she reveals she's leaving for Paris after graduation, like her name is Lana Lang or something. Um, <laughs> and they don't have a happy ending. They won't have a happy ending. So why 
why bother? You know, why 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 get into that? Why cause a problem? But, they don't have any money. The cooks have repossessors, co- co- debt collectors, uh, repossessors coming to collect stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jackie needs a job, but she's going to go to college in Paris. Seems legit. But it turns out that they, they, you know, Wallace doesn't care if it's just five weeks. You know, just go to prom with me. Let's let's yeah, just live do this. for right now. Yeah. Let's live for right now. Let's not worry about the future. So that's nice. All right, so let's go on to uh, the case and how it leads into another case and to another case. So it starts off with the uh, what I what I called the chapter title "Hit and Run Dog." So okay, we have um, Harry who asked Veronica to catch the driver of a dog that his dog, uh, Apache. He says he'll pay her in meat, which I was just like, they just kind of like leave that. But you see later, he's got like bow stuff uh-huh. set up. In, so maybe he's a hunter. Uh-huh. But yeah. it, I, I just think about like, I, I honestly, I don't know the San Diego area very well. I've been there. Yeah. But. I'm really surprised there are white-tailed deer, deer in the desert <laughs> of San Diego. Yeah. Where's the hunting happening? I don't <laughs> um, so there are he, no trees for stands to get up in the trees <laughs> to hunt. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> So he identifies the car. It's a green Plymouth Barracuda. Now, were you thinking the same thing as I was thinking? I was like, that's Weevil's car. Exactly. Same here. Why would they set that up? Like, oh, it's a green. But it's not. His well, car's different. You know, and I, and I actually went on the, you know, I went on the internet, which is not something the show should expect you to do, and, be, and looked up like Plymouth Barracuda. And I was like, okay, Weevil's car is bit, like a bigger boat, you know, than that. that but still, you know, green is such like a... It's not like a the color of a car you see. Uh huh. I don't know. And both are classic cars. Yeah, that yeah, was exactly. Really, that was surprising. Why not make one yellow or red or something? You know. So uh, Veronica pops an ad in the student newspaper, and who finds out about it? But Gia, um, she says she didn't see the driver, but when she was in the limo um, following the bus. A car passed her that was a cream Plymouth Barracuda. And what was happening? The people in the car were mooning her. Mm-hmm. Never mind the buttocks. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, she said, so, so, yeah, it sets up the situation where it's like, oh my gosh, were whoever the drivers were involved in the bus crash. Uh-huh. She says, also, she was on the phone with Woody, who was wondering where she was. Mm-hmm. How convenient. Hmm. Let's stick that in the back of our mind for later. Uh, so, yeah, Veronica goes to Harry's house and meets his little brother, Billy. Um, Billy, by the way, is is uh, presently on the Goldbergs. He, um, his, the actor's name is Matt Bush. And I guess he's yeah. a recurring character. Uh, yeah, he's friends with the older brother, I think. And mm-hmm. I've seen him in a lot of things. I've seen him in a lot of commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's one him. of those. Yeah, he could. he's still playing a teenager 15 years later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he also has a black eye for some reason. And when he uh, pesters Veronica, uh, she flicks him right in it. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, pay attention to this black eye. This is a yeah. you know red flag. Mm-hmm. Something's going on. Why did this kid get a black eye? It's got to be related mm-hmm. or else it wouldn't be in this show. Yep. Uh, so Veronica goes and this is where we see Harry is a bow hunter and that he's a really angry kid, you know. And, of course, you know, 
somebody hit and run my dog, I'd probably be pretty upset. If I had a dog. <laughs> anyway. But you have cats. I have I have a I have a cat and it is a annoying. <laughs> oh, you don't, I, I thought you had two cats. I did. Oh. One died a couple oh. years back. Um so Veronica gets a message about the car. She goes to a rundown neighborhood to the home of a blind woman who says it's her car and she's not selling. Mm-hmm. So she, so Veronica sneaks in the garage, finds the car. There's this uh, mascot sticker peeled off. Plants. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we see she's put something in there. We find out it's a tracker later. And she mm-hmm. also sees a gun in the glove mm-hmm. compartment. <gasps> oh no! So yeah, that mascot. It's like a fighting Irish. Ah. Uh, so it makes you think so, it's yeah. the Saint. Which comes the Saint Patrick's? What are they? The, the Saint Patrick's Day. Fitzpatrick's. Fitzpatrick's. Yes, the only other, the only Irish people in town. <laughs> uh, so let's take a break from the case as we investigate something else, which is who is Kendall Castleblancus? Um, mm-hmm. The insurance we we found out in the last episode about the insurance on Dick and Beave, and uh, turns out it is a tax shelter, and it pays out if to Kendall if they die. So Keith asked Veronica about Kendall and Logan, find out where, you know, where she was at the time of the crash. Veronica asked Logan, who is just like... Yes. <laughs> Every episode, Veronica has to go ask Logan something, and they have this very witty, sarcastic back and forth yep. that everybody loves. Let me consult my feelings journal. <laughs> uh, she kicked me out before the sheets were dry. Ugh. And then he says something about um, should I should I make a list of my sex life and get it to you? <laughs> and she's like storming off. Um, Keith finds Kendall's yearbook and finds out she is not Kendall. She's her name is Priscilla Banks, and the real Kendall died in a car wreck. And we lo- find out more that Priscilla was driving that car, and so Priscilla took Kendall's identity and also did some time for wire fraud. Uh huh. We find out about that later. Uh, Keith calls Priscilla's parents. They haven't heard from her. Um, uh-huh. So the other factor in this whole case, we gotta, we also got to check in with our buddy Weevil. Uh-huh. Um, so much stuff happens in this episode. Uh-huh. Uh, Weevil is, we see Weevil enjoying giving a snake a rat. And he's like, mm. I got no problem sacrificing a rat. Um, Veronica, when she's getting the interceptor, she also finds an anarchist cookbook, which, did you ever see one of these books? They, this thing was like big in like high school when I was in high school, like it was kind of like a dirty thing to have, you know? Yeah. The anarchist cookbook or the, was there something else kind of like, yeah, I think I remember this because like back in the nineties, there was this whole, um, you know, that anti-government, Mm-hmm. People want to live off the grid and <laughs> the government was, yeah. And the, <laughs> which I mean, I think that it's still there is still that. To, but but it, you know the David Koresh and mm. the all of that seemed to have Beauty been Bomber. big. Like in, yeah, back in the nineties. Yeah, for people who don't know, this was like a book that collected all these you know ways to make bombs, to grow pot, like any anything pretty much against the law. It was like a recipe, like gave recipes out and directions how to do, um, just like tons like of stuff. anti-authority, yeah, anti big government, no. or you know the government's out to get you, or mm-hmm. p- police are. Out. I don't, I don't know, but yeah. yeah. Yep. 
I'm sure nobody used that book and used everything out of it, but many different factions of uh, anarchy people, speaking of anarchy and the Sex Pistols, right? Mm, um, okay. Might uh, – I don't know if that's a factor or the title, but – Anyway, my, you know, people would get something. Out. I remember looking at it and being like, "Holy crap! Like this is it's all here," <laughs> you know. And I don't think it's something that you could find at a bookstore. You have to like special order it. I don't mm. know. They might have mass marketed it since then. I, I'm not sure. Um, anyway, so um, she uh, the, the cookbook is Weevil's cookbook, uh, and of course, it has instructions to build a bomb. And then she mentioned something about Servando accusing Weevil in her dream. So because because of her dream, <laughs> she actually put it together that Weevil was at the gas station. Remember when she, you know, Veronica was left there mm-hmm. uh, because he was actually following the bus because he wanted to take um, out the rich kids in a limo. And uh, uh, let's see. What did he do? He he forced he planted a rat to force the owner Niners off the bus. He planted the bomb in Dick's goodie bag. The target was Logan, who was supposed to be there, but um, but he got called away to go see Kendall, mm-hmm. and so that's what the big deal was about. Uh, Dick giving his goodie bag to Peter Bettina. No, oh yeah, it was to Bettina. Right, Peter got Peter was the one seen dropping it in the trash. So that's the one thing that kind of makes the whole theory about, uh, you know, that Weevil gave it to Dick to – or to, gave it to Dick who gave it to Bettina. Mm-hmm. And also, I just don't see – I mean, I don't see Weevil planting a bomb in a car that could – I mean, maybe he'd hate Logan enough to kill him. Mm-hmm, but maybe? not innocent people. Yeah, it's, I just don't see Weevil actually murdering anybody for real. Yeah. Because he really hasn't. Um, but yeah, she says at least you well, got it right uh, with Thumper. What? Uh, oh, Sorry. No, go ahead. Never mind. I, I can't remember if we got to this part yet, but and I don't think we have. Veronica basically says it's all a plan so Weevil can be you know the head of the PCHers again. Um, also, Hector visits Weevil. Hat in hand says they need help. He needs help with the Fitzpatrick's. Everybody needs help. And we find out about Arturo. Remember Arturo? Um, he is a young boy who was like mugging pizza boys. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, he actually got a cigarette lighter to his face because he came up short. Uh-huh. His Fitzpatrick's are awful, awful people. <laughs> um, so Weevil then asks Veronica uh, about the pa- about license plates or something like that, and Veronica shows that she has the numbers that are Xerox off the paddle. And- uh-huh, because he wanted the key to get into the principal's office, and she gave him the key, and she was like, yeah, it's useless. He changed the lock. <laughs> yeah. And uh, just <laughs> something about uh, Thumper using it as leverage. Insurance, leverage. Yeah. And she said, how's that working out for him? Mm-hmm. And he said, is this the part where he says, I'm sure he's crushed? <laughs> and he talks about him in the past tense, like he knows he's dead. Yeah. And he's ju- at this point, he's just missing. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe Weevil just kind of as- assumes, but I don't know. I don't know how Weevil knows. But he seems to know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I love how he's. Like, she's like, here's the key. It doesn't work. And then she pulls out the Xerox. And just, it's like, <laughs> of course, Veronica Mars would would have this just out of nowhere. Pull a file out, and there's the answer because you know she's so no- nosy. 
Um, so uh, he says that he was actually following the bus to protect Servando. And then Veronica is like, well, we have to track the owners of these plates down. Mm-hmm. So this is when everything – such a huge episode. Everything uh, climaxes here. My next little part of my notes I wrote is when, when it all hits the fan. So, <laughs> so Veronica is tracking the CUDA. Uh, and she's listening to the driver singing. And I, I remember going, who is that guy singing? What? Who is that? Um, he pulls up to a house. We see a girl get in. And then the guy gets out with a gun. And Veronica calls Keith. And then we find out that Keith is actually inside the house that they're going into. With He's going into with the gun. Mm-hmm. So we're worried for Keith's safety. And Veronica's safety, too, because she's outside. And the girl is outside. And we don't know who's in there. But then we see... Liam walk into the house and see Heath and uh, Liam immediately pulls his gun and mm-hmm. Heath is begging for his life. This is another one of those like I think Liam not the most not the most um, uh, intriguing of criminals in this show but uh-huh. definitely like brings the scares like yeah he does <laughs> I am very yeah uh-huh. I'm frightened for like Veronica before and now, now I'm really fighting for Keith, like, saying he's got a daughter, you know, it's just, you know, it's scary. Anyway. Okay. So, uh, he pulled, he, Liam goes ahead and just pulls the trigger. He's going to, he would kill Keith Mars right there, but there's nothing in the chamber. Veronica unloaded it. Um, which by the way, I mean, in like, uh, like the goof section of like IMDb and other trivia sites, they said like that gun would weigh completely differently without any ammo in the chamber or in the, you know, in the stock or whatever. Oh, well. But it's Stevie. Who cares? <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, so Keith fights Liam. They go right out the window together, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we see the girl that's been in the car is Kendall. Kendall and Liam. What? Yeah. What? And then, uh, I just, this seems contrived. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it does come out of nowhere. Comes out of, out of nowhere. Um, also, Keith just breaking and entering and taking her hard drive, just mm-hmm. takes her stuff. Like, this is against the law. <laughs> yeah, but again, this is this is Keith constantly trying to help out Lamb and having Lamb just be like, you know, get out of here, Keith, and just being completely ignorant. This is Keith wanting to get some sort of justice for this bus full of kids that got murdered. So, I mean, I can see it. A little petty theft, especially if it's from, you know, criminals, which Kendall definitely is. Um so yeah, I love how like Kendall is standing in front of the car. Keith gets in the car, and and Veronica's like, "You you got to move, or you're going to be a hood ornament," you know. <laughs> <laughs> Kendall just steps out of the way. So uh, Mac breaks into the hard drive. Keith tells her to print everything. <laughs> Which I love. <laughs> Another like computer thing, like print everything in the computer in the hard drive. Um. So the Fitzpatrick's meet up with the PCHers. Um. They're light. And Liam says they need to start pushing. They hang Harry's brother on a hook and start beating him. It's like, fill the hat. Um, and that's where we kind of put together that, oh, Harry, Harry's dog was hit by Liam as revenge for his brother being short. Like, you can picture that. Mm. That was... That it's why. all related. Yeah, yeah. And that's why Harry's got that black... Uh, Billy, I think his name is Billy, has the black eye. 
And then, da 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 da, Weevil pulls up to save to save the PCHers, and he tells them they're not like you know PCHers aren't dealing for you anymore. Tells them about the plate numbers and how the plate numbers belong to high profile people, athletes, politicians. You know, if I turn these plates in, you're going to lose a ton of great customers. So the Fitzpatrick's back off, and um, yeah, and now Hector's like Weevil. You're our leader now. Weevil's like, no. Nope. It is not ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, I wonder I do wonder, you know, why he turned down the crown. I mean, you know, he you know I Yeah, think well, he you would think that he, he really would enjoyed. want to be yeah, he would want to be, you know, back where he was the year before mm-hmm. as the leader of the PCHers. But I think uh when Veronica Puts it together earlier in the episode that oh you obviously orchestrated all this to become you know back on top again that might have been something that I don't know maybe he doesn't want to look like that or maybe he wants to be like okay well this this wasn't to uh, this wasn't to become the head again this is to help uh, help out some friends to um, get revenge for Felix you know all that stuff I don't know. Anyway, so Veronica finds out the blind lady is Liam's granny, and um, and she comes up with the theory that Liam had access to explosives through the stadium, and he took out the bus to kill Servando, who owed him money. Again, kind of overkill. <laughs> Keith comes up with a different theory. He discovers through the hard drive that Cormac, a person we have not seen before, who is Molly's dad, the the father of the girl that Felix was going out with, we're seeing, um, Cormac and Kendall were in jail together and they were partners in grifting before. Like another like kind of like, yeah, so uh, uh, two characters, one of them you never met before and this other character who we're already adding a ton of backstory on it. Yeah, there were grifting partners. I don't know. It either works for you or it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Kendall took the rap for the wire fraud or whatever. And yeah. That's it. yeah. So maybe Liam was taking out the bus to kill Dick and Beaver so she could get money and Cormac can be like a Lannister always pays his debts and yada yada. <laughs> <laughs> so we don't know yet, but those are two theories. Uh, Veronica then tells um, Harry's... But then there's also that it, it could be they were trying to take out Dick and Beaver if, because Cordelia, I mean, Kendall was supposed to be the beneficiary of the insurance. That's what I just said. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, like they're, 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 killing, they're killing Dick and Beaver to give her the money to kind of say, thank you for taking the rap for that wire fraud. Mm. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Sorry, I heard half of that. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Veronica tells Harry's brother that she knows, and he says, don't tell Harry, because Harry will go after Liam, and he doesn't want his brother to go to prison, mm. so Veronica doesn't tell him. Right. She could have gotten revenge for him, tr- you know, tr- attempting to shoot her dad, mm. but didn't. Yeah, he would have killed her, but he also would have... She would have been responsible for him doing that and, mm-hmm. you know, giving away his own life. Um, also, that was that's kind of it for this episode. I did put this random bit of trivia I, lo- I loved. Um, there's a quote. There's a time when Veronica during the episode finds Keith, like, 
uh, I don't know, in front of the TV or something, or just in the living room of the apartment, and says, there's no way you're working that hard. You heard, you heard me coming in, turned off South Beach, didn't you? And so uh, South Beach was actually a short-lived series on UPN that came on before Veronica Mars, but only for a few weeks. <laughs> And by the time this episode aired, South Beach had actually been canceled <laughs> like two I months that, earlier. Yeah, it kind of sounded familiar. And I figure it was kind of like Laguna Beach or something, <laughs> but I didn't even Nothing, take the time to look it up. And they're going to start busting on Kristen Caval- Cavallari as they do on Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so that uh, was one episode. <laughs> I mean, Holy it was cow. good. It was good. Oh, I, it was, I thought it. it was great. Yeah, it was great. Um, I loved I loved watching it and then go, kind of going over and putting the pieces together. I mean, it all is clear at the end, but then going back over it and being like, wow, the, like just all the stuff they crammed into here. I think the only shaky part of the episode is just the adding on to Kendall's backstory so much. I don't know. It's just she doesn't seem to be as smart as she seems to be at the end of the season as she did in the first of the season, the beginning of the season. She doesn't seem to be like a, she seems to be like a gold digger, not a scheming grifter, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> who's willing to like sleep with whoever to get the money. You know, it just doesn't seem like a girl who's like working the, some sort of long con with Liam Fitzpatrick. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. And that was our house. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Her well, house. when, Ke- when Kendall, I mean, yeah, Kendall Courtney. comes to this- Huh? Cordy. Cordelia, Kendall, <laughs> Pat- Pat- Priscilla. Priscilla comes to see Keith. She says, uh, you know, why were you in my apartment? It's right. just weird. I was like, that was a house. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yes, that's in the next. That's actually one of the first things I have in the next episode. But let, let's officially oh, okay. introduce it. Uh, the, the episode is called Look Who's Stalking. Written by John M. Baum. Uh, the summary is Gia asks Veronica to discover who's stalking her, which leads to more clues into what Woody has been up to. Meanwhile, Logan throws an Alterna prom. All right. So, yeah, that's the first thing. I, I have a little thing called odds and ends because there's lots of little bits here that are not related to the main plot but are kind of advancing our characters a bit. Okay. The, fir- the first thing is Kendall asking Keith for her hard drive. And she says, return it by Friday or I press charges. Um, there is a bit of um, uh, trivia for this. Um, so it says, uh, when Kendall is in uh, Mars Investigations, Veronica references the music man when she excitedly says, like trouble with a capital T that rhymes with C that stands for, and then quickly claims she was just going to say cute when her father cuts her off. This is uh, a resemblance to an exchange in the pilot script after um, basically the original pilot script. When Logan was bashing in Veronica's headlights, he also carved the letters C and U into the hood of her car before Weevil stops him. Mm. And then Weevil says, yeah, man, I think she's cute, too. (laughs) (laughs) So it's kind of like a callback to a joke that actually never even made it into the pilot. And so, yeah, that's C-word. And it, it's funny, this this episode is called Look Who's Stalking. The original title for the episode is See You Next Tuesday. Ah. <laughs> but the uh, standards and practices wouldn't let them Yeah, probably that. not. <laughs> <laughs> like, we know what that means. <laughs> well, just because you know what that means doesn't know a nine-year-old kid knows what that means. <laughs> well, hopefully nine-year-olds aren't watching <laughs> this show. I don't know. Maybe. 
another little bit. Uh, Keith asked Veronica to send out the sketch of the guy who the or- the escort gave Cliff's briefcase to, and then Logan finds out. Um, he says that's somebody my dad shared a cell with. Ah. So dot 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 for that. Yeah. Um, also, Keith asked Terrence about you know breaking in to Miss DeMoss's parents' house, and he uh-huh. says that Miss DeMoss was writing a tell-all and wanted to delete it. Um, he said he just broke into the garage anyway. Yeah, and uh, Jackie also is having a, um, a you know a better relationship with her dad as a result of the whole being in the hospital and. Um, also, uh, we find out Terrence's throwing of the game has hit the front page. Um, Jackie gets it too and throws it mm-hmm. in the trash. Mm-hmm. So. And just pretends like, just ignores it. Just pretends like it doesn't have, because she's enjoying this relationship she's having with her dad. And did you see, okay, when she t- she's telling her dad about they're going to go to the prom together, her and Wallace. Uh-huh. And, he's, and he says, Jack, you know, Jackie, you better watch out. And she was like... Dad, remember I had to learn the birds and the bees the hard way. <laughs> and he was like, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm talking about don't get your heart broken. Uh, but that was yeah, the hard weird. Way. <laughs> it was very... What instant. happened? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, oh, Dad, you know I was raped. <laughs> or, oh, Dad, you know I've been sexually active since I was 11 years old. You know my or, first... I uh, know. I, you remember the first person I slept with was a total nerd and I was so, super gross. <laughs> we talked all about that. I have no idea. Who, or, Dad, you know I slept with your best friend back when I was in junior high school. Or, I don't know. Oh, it God. Just, it was just like, what are we talking about here? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the last little bit here I have is Woody versus Keith, and that's the whole thing where Keith um, is brought to this hotel, and Woody's got a mistress there who's drunk and drugged, and Keith is not happy. But look, let's be clear, this is not the sort of thing I do. Oh, this makes me sad. Keith should have just walked right out of there. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly. Yeah, it was like Woody has him. Like, what does Woody have on you? Like nothing. Woody. Yeah, he doesn't have control of you. He does. You don't have to do this. Oh, my gosh. If he gets caught in this whole predicament, like the whole incorporation thing could not pass. And who cares? You know, (laughs) what does it matter to Keith? I don't know. Um, And but he tells Keith that it's. You know, a a booster or somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, a a co-worker, basically, Mm -hmm. a uh, but it ends up that it is not. It's a prostitute. Yeah. But what he does tell the press when he blames it all on Keith, that it was somebody that worked for the, the whole incorporation thing and that Keith was giving her alcohol to get information out of her because there might have been leaks in the whole incorporation thingy. <laughs> um, Keith then tells him that he's going to vote against it. Um, and then he talks to Lloyd, who published a story, and he says that he only has Woody's word. And it turns out the girl disappears. And then Lloyd writes another article, you know, of Keith contradicting Woody. There's a lot of newspaper stuff in this episode. It's really funny. If you look at the deleted scenes on the DVD, it's basically Keith getting the paper and looking at headlines. And some of it makes the episode and, and some of it doesn't. But it's a lot of Keith, like, going to the front going 
if you remember in the episode, there is there is a scene where he walks out and he looks down. There's no newspaper, and he realizes that Veronica already got it. But that right. that is kind of a joke on the fact that in the original cut of the episode, um, there are there there have already been a couple of scenes of Keith going out, picking up the newsletter, seeing what's on the headline. Uh huh. So, anyway, they cut it out. All right, so uh, the next part here uh, is the stalking. So who's stalking Gia? Um, so Gia says she's being stalked. She says it's because she dedicated Can't Get You Out of My Head to a table full of creepy pan high guys. And she's like wondering if it's going to be one of them. And so she works with uh, Veronica. <laughs> There's this part she says she's like impressed by Veronica's spy tech. She says, I feel like Tom Cruise is going to dangle from the ceiling. <laughs> and Veronica's like, great. Now I, won't be able to, now I won't be able to sleep. I hope he won't marry me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, Gia identifies the car and it ends up belonging to Leo who says, he yeah, was- she's like, it's so totally nondescript. <laughs> it's just like, it's oh, this every car. car. Yeah. Every car, you could describe every car. Gia's just, I gotta you tell know, you, so bad, I am the huh? same, I am the same person. I'm, I am the same way with cars. I'm like, Oh huh? really? You have like. I, I don't thing know, where people don't recognize faces. It's more <laughs> like cars. Don't- I just don't, I don't, I never Memorize makes and models of cars. Like, oh, I know it, like, cars. Really sticks. Like, I know what a DeLorean looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's this meme I saw um, recently, and it was just—it's just basically like an Uber person sending a text saying, "Like, I'm driving a 1982 black Toyota Celica or something like that," and just like no idea what the heck that even looks like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, so, uh, yeah, Leo says that he was hired by Woody to watch over Gia, and um, Gia then finds a video of somebody watching her brother's soccer game of her and her dad, and Veronica notices there's something, somebody standing next to them that's filming across the way. So, I don't know, did this, did this remind you of a movie at all? Because it reminded me of a movie. <laughs> Not actually out by this time, but... Um, what movie? Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. You probably do. You even remember that movie? <laughs> There's a whole. The, th- sorry, the one with James Bond, Daniel Craig, and Marie uh-huh. Mara. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, there's this missing girl, and uh, somebody, you know, some somebody is sending pictures of the missing girl. Like there's pictures taken of her, so they look into the picture and they see that somebody else is taking a picture across from the other direction. So they um, try to track that person down to find out who was taking the pictures. Uh, I bet, yeah, thing. it did seem it seems it did seem kind of familiar, yeah. but I didn't think of that. I'm not actually, I'm not actually sure if the book was out at this time or what. Probably. Uh, see, I probably saw the the Swedish original. Oh yeah. Yeah. Same thing happened in the Swedish one. Yeah. Uh, but also back to Leo, Leo was disappointed that that was the only reason. Oh, marble mouth Leo. So the reverse shot shows a guy in a Neptune letterman deck jacket. He drives a red pickup. They notice it kind of pulls away. Um, mm-hmm. And Veronica is- goes through uh, look at the roster for all the, Vehicle drivers at school can't find the vehicle. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, Gia actually gets the videotape for Veronica so they can see um, who was filming across the way. And Veronica tells Gio that she might have a future as a detective. <laughs> Which, you know, Kristen Ritter plays Jessica Jones. Uh, anyway. 
Uh, so, uh, yeah, also during this, Veronica votes no as well as Keith. I guess Veronica's 18, so she can vote. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, Breck, no Brexit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so Gia is upset at Veronica about Keith's accusations. Uh, incorporation doesn't pass. I, I love Veronica's like, I guess they have to keep us. And Keith says, what's a yacht without barnacles? <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so... Veronica shows Keith the video, which reminds Keith of the video that he got from Woody. And uh, he's wondering, what is Woody scared about? And then he tells Veronica to stay out of it. Of course, you know, she doesn't. Uh, but she tries to. Mm-hmm. But it just she just happens up on it at school when yeah. she realizes that yeah. Lucky, the janitor, has a red truck. Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes back in after seeing that and after trying to call Keith, leaving a message. Uh, and sees Lucky showing war scars to Gia creepily in his office. And Gia's <laughs> too dumb to like realize, like, this guy is crazy. Get out of there. Um, and Gia, I love how Gia's just like, what, Veronica? <laughs> uh, Lucky pulls a knife. He acts real creepy. And then Keith tackles him out of nowhere, cuffs him. And um, Lucky starts. Sheriff Lamb is right behind him. Yep, he's got his gun drawn. Lucky saying, he deserved it, he deserved it, about Woody. Um, but Lamb does not want to hear that. Mm-hmm. No, no. That would, be, that would complicate things yeah. too much. You need an easy arrest and done. <laughs> Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Keith coughs himself to Lucky. They end up getting locked up together. Lucky's he about tosses, to- He tosses the key into the drain. What a great shot, too, wasn't it? <laughs> like. He throws it in this wide basin sink, and it, I just expected the key just to be sitting there at the bottom and Lamb being like, like shrugging and picking it up. <laughs> uh, Lucky is about to talk to Keith, but Lamb intercepts and, um, uh, oh wait, no, he, he try he doesn't, he can't find a good key. Keith then asks Lucky why he wants to scare Woody. Lucky says he doesn't know who Woody really is. And then it's interrupted when Meg's dad bails him out, mm. which is so weird. And I can't quite figure that one out. Meg's dad. Well, you know, Meg's <laughs> parents wanted Lucky and Meg to get together. They tried to. to... Oh, that's the connection. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Yeah, but still, like, why do they like him so much? I just oh, thought like he went to church and he yeah he recited Bible verses and stuff. I mean, I was just like, are the Mannings and Woody and like the creepy sexual abusers, uh, <laughs> child abusers club? You know, like is there like a like a MySpace group they're a part of? Or, <laughs> I have no idea. An AOL chat. Uh, I have no idea. But um, anyway, let's go to. Uh, the last part of this episode, which is about the alternaprom. And um, so it starts off in the school and Jackie's all excited about prom. And um, I think it's Wallace that says, what debutante bit you and gave you prom zombie? <laughs> or maybe that was Veronica. I just like the zombie reference. And that's when Clemens announces prom's canceled. <laughs> There's no, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just like alcohol violations on the senior trip. So the Magic Mountain thing happened, yet the O-Niners still ruined it by drinking and then got prom canceled. Mm. Yeah. It's like Jackie is, you know, she's changing so much. She's becoming down to earth, not this grown up too quick, uh, cosmopolitan 
teen from yeah. New York or Spoiled something. Spoiled rich girl. Yeah. Yeah. She's trying to she's trying to become normal. Mm-hmm. I love when the cancellation happens. Uh, Jackie looks upset, but then you see Matt going, "Yes, prayer works." Because <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to go on a date with Butters. Butters. Which they ended up making a cute couple. Yeah. Sort of. Uh, it's also in this episode we find out that uh, Veronica has chlamydia. And so the question is how? Uh, Veronica asks Logan. That's another thing. About. Uh, this oh, seems very contrived. It, I am not sure where it's going or I'm not remembering as we're going through this. <laughs> but I, I don't remember uh, any sort of resolution except it being uh, used against her in. Um, oh, gosh. You know what? Now I am remembering. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's uh, we'll talk about that probably next week. Um, so, uh, Veronica. Yeah. The- so she has no symptoms. Right. Veronica asks Logan about Duncan's sexual history now, <laughs> which Logan is like teasing her about. But uh, yeah, it's during this episode we get a little bit more closer Veronica and Logan. You know, um, she says that she's going to miss this. This is high school. You do four years and you move on from all these people and you never have to think about them again. And Logan looks a little sad about that. And then he asks her to the alternative prom and that she can bring whoever she wants as long as you bathe and keep your hands off the silver. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like they're teasing each other, but they're they're being they're being sweeter. They're being closer. Something's going to happen. <laughs> Love. Uh, L-O-V. <laughs> um, meanwhile, Wallace is thinking a batting cage in Chinese could be a great replacement for their prom. And I'm thinking that's that sounds awesome. Uh, <laughs> Jackie does not. Um, <laughs> Veronica then tells them about the alternative prom. Uh, Mac is hoping Butters doesn't know. Uh, but Corny is nearby. He's like, what? <laughs> uh, corny. Hey. Yeah, so Cordy goes up to Logan and and uh, Dick and says, "I've got a great recipe for brownies. It's all in the butter. So is that like how you make pot brownies? Is you put the pot in the butter? I'm assuming. Yeah, I've never, I've never baked uh, edibles. <laughs> um, and I love how like you know Logan again is just like I I told you to invite you on it. I didn't mean like everybody. Yeah. Um, Terrence. Oh, we we talked about that. Jackie falling for a while. Yada yada. Um, and then we go to the longest elevator elevator ride ever. Oh, that was painful. <laughs> Everybody was so uncomfortable. And that is the thing about high school. You're like, I hate these people. I can't wait to be away from these people. Uh-huh. But I but I have to socialize with them because I'm a teenager, and that's what I do is I socialize. And these are the only people I know, <laughs> so I have to socialize with these people. I love that Butters goes on this long ramble about a space elevator. <laughs> Uh, and everybody looks at him like he's a freak. <laughs> and uh and also the 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 funny thing about um how the elevator door rings and then both swapped sisters Madison and Max say thank god at the same time. <laughs> ah. I forgot about that. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, yeah, everybody walks in and Logan, you know, you would think he'd look kind of upset, but, uh, no, he is zoomed right in on Veronica. He is all about Veronica being there. Um, so meanwhile, Butters gets to dance with, uh, Mac. He's, he's accepted his weirdness and he thinks Mac is weird too. And that's why he's into her. 
Dick walking. So did she? Did she take that? He said, "You know, I mean that as a compliment." <laughs> did she take it as a compliment? I think I eventually mean, she did. She probably didn't did want he, to. Did he kind of charm her? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Dick is walking around with his party pig. Um, Veronica gets a good shot in at Madison about sleeping with Lamb. Oh, that was so great. <laughs> what did she say? What did she say? Dick, get away from me or I'm going to call the police. Oh, we, you know, we would hate that. What if, you know, the police just crawling all over you? Because <laughs> she says, Veronica, something about your boyfriend that uh, ran away. And she was like, oh, yeah, he took it on the lamb. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Also, another great callback. Madison like walks away and hands Gia a drink, which Veronica immediately uh, grabs. She's like, "Nope." <laughs> um, so Gia, yeah, Veronica and Gia make up because you know nobody was accusing Woody of anything, but mm-hmm. because you know, but that's just the way it's supposed to be. Keith was supposed to take the fall. Be- you know, the poor person was supposed to take the fall for the rich person. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, and also, uh, Dick and Veronica have a exchange where he asks, you know, what are the odds of us sleeping <laughs> together tonight? And she's like, oh, I have the odds right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I didn't write that one. There's so much stuff that was happening. I, I you know, and I especially love the callbacks. Um, but, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, the last part here is Jackie uh, takes Wallace out of the room, and they're both headed to their own room, smiling yeah, and laughing. Cause, yeah, because in the beginning of the episode, Veronica tells them to get a room, and they did. They got a room. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, yeah, they go off and have the sex. Oh, I just want to talk about uh, Tessa Thompson. I just want to comment on her straight hair. Oh, yeah. I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. I've never seen it straight like that before. Mm. Yeah, she cute. seems to always wear it curly. Yeah, it's true. I wasn't even thinking she's about that. very special. She is. I, oh, yeah. you know, when I first watched Veronica Mars, I didn't think too much of her, but I, I didn't know. either. I don't know. I just you know seeing her in later movies, it really. And I thought that Kristen Ritter was. Oh yeah, what too a ditz! Yeah, uh, over the top. But I like her. Yeah, I was not a fan when I heard that she was cast as Jessica Jones. Right. I was like, oh, really? Like the girl that always has her hair like Wednesday Adams, like, <laughs> like, oh gosh. But um, turns out I'm a complete tool because she is awesome. She mm-hmm. just, you know, just judging her by the character she's playing, I guess. Um, all right, so nothing else happens in this episode, so we can go on to the next episode. Um, you're not going to stop me. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Wait. Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay. Veronica and Logan. Logan is very drunk, and and he's thinking about how he's not going to see her after this because she's going to go to Stanford, and everybody's going to lead different lives. And he goes on about how they had an epic Mm. relationship. Epic relationship, yep. And he's talking about how he's broken. How did he describe himself? I don't know. I just, uh, I, I just wrote that. He described he, himself with a word that I can't remember. And he said, you know, after I got my heart broken and he, she said, yeah, Hannah did a number on you. He was like, no, it was you. You broke my heart. Yeah. And he tries to kiss her and she leaves. Well, hold on. Because she's on, just on. so overwhelmed. Okay. You're, you're, you're cutting ahead here. Uh-huh. I, 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 I kind of savor every, every moment of this because I mean, honestly, I mean, you know, stepping aside, stepping away from this for a second. I, when I watched this originally, this was a scene where I was like, okay, 
yeah, I'm, I want these two to be, be together. I, I don't think I was sold. I mean, I was caught by surprise when he saved, um, when he saved Veronica from Jonathan Taylor Thomas, you know, I was really happy when he saved Veronica from, uh, Liam. Um, but I don't know. I just thought he was too much of a, a kind of a train wreck for her to be a part of and not, and it, and it didn't seem very, I didn't, I just didn't, didn't like him with her. I didn't, but during this, when he, he like starts to like tear up and like starts apologizing for what happened the previous summer. And, um, and I, I was just like, wow, this guy is like, like, you know, he has, I mean, I knew Logan had like a heart, you know, but it was, and maybe it took a bit of alcohol for him to finally just open up and tell her like, um, you know, that he's sorry. Um, but I just, you know, it was after this, I was definitely more interested in this relationship uh, and pretty much like fully behind it. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, so anyway, she, so he says that he's, he apologizes and she says, um, she doesn't think a relationship should be that hard. And he says, no one writes songs about the ones that come easy. And, um, this song, I hear the bells is playing, which, uh, has been rattling around my head this past, uh, week, um, plays and they start to get close. And then Veronica, you see Veronica is so tempted and you can just feel the heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, she runs off And she comes back in the morning And she tells him she's not ready to jump back in Let's just see each other after graduation But Kendall is there oh. Okay, let's talk about his abs <laughs> no, uh, okay. no, no, let's talk about how crushed Veronica is How heartbroken she is And oh. how she has to stand there in the elevator Facing him, that trying scene. not to cry. They just look at each other and like that was it. You this this is never going to happen again. This is screwed up. Yeah, you, you messed this it. up. It's done. She's so disappointed in him. He is mm-hmm. so disappointed in himself. Uh, it is it is heart wrecking. Like <laughs> it's so it's so it's such a way to end an episode. I will tell you about a um, a deleted scene from earlier. Um, we see uh, the party ending. And Dick just still walking around with his party pig, striking out left and right. <laughs> Even Gia, who was really into him at the beginning of the season, no interest at all in Dick. Mm-hmm. And and he goes up to Logan. And he's like, "What the hell happened to me?" Like you know. And but Logan is kind of hammered, and he pulls out his phone, and then you see his phone, and he's looking through his contacts, and he uh, he selects the one that says Nightcap. Oh, so Nightcap in his contacts is Kendall. So yeah. That's it for that episode. <laughs> Another really great episode. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I mean it. Yeah, the, the stalking stuff maybe not as not as great, but uh, it does lead into some crazy shit that happens in the next episode. But all right, uh, I want to remind everybody to check out the app from our friends at TV Time. Um, just go there. It's a, it's a great app. You can see us. Our podcast is on on their iZombie stuff and also on their Veronica Mars stuff. I'm really happy they put us there. So I just want to give them a good plug. TVTime.com. Also go to TVTalk, TVTalk.fm and we're kind of a part of a little kind of a mini podcasting network. A lot of good, good people are on that network. So uh, go check them out. We're on there too. Um, and uh, yeah, let's get into Happy Go Lucky. Um also, uh, was written by a friend of the podcast, um, Diane Ruggiero, and was originally called Manning the Ship, which is really weird because 
what does it have to do with the Mannings at all? Like, why would they call that to call this episode that in for for any reason? Unless maybe the Mannings had more of a part in what happens with Lucky here originally, mm-hmm. and then they cut it out. I, I, I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, Aaron Eccles finally goes to trial for his crimes, while Woody's crimes come to the surface. That's the synopsis for this one. So. Um, Oh my god, why did I put this... I put this, like, out of order. Oh, man. Well, it's not really that much out of order. I just kind of had to separate this. All right, so the first part is Wallace and Jackie. Um, and this is... The, this section kind of starts post-shooting, so we'll get into the shooting uh, soon. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, this is all about Wallace and Jackie, so he feels kind of guilty about not protecting her and um making her life into a circus and she says it's the, this is the best it's it's this is the best it's ever been and um lamb gets pulled into the judges chambers and we see uh lobo is there and he says that terrence was with them during the pr- bus crash which clears terrence terrence comes home as wallace and jackie are about to make dinner he's free and then lobo shows up act super creepy towards jackie and then says uh he considers um, his testimony is an investment in Terrence, so now Terrence works for him, and he says you'll be paid off in a decade. Yeah, Whew. it's so weird that uh, what's his name, Bir- uh, Birmingham? Birmingham is that a Gil- place nearby? <laughs> yeah, is, isn't his name Gil Birmingham? Who, who are you talking about? The uh, the actor? Hold on, the casino guy, Lobo. Yes. Maybe he's played by that actor? Yes, Gil Birmingham. Okay. We're, usually he plays such a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. It's weird to see him play the, the bad guy. But it, yeah, I he, don't remember him in, in anything, but I, I've, I know I've seen his face before. Oh, and, God. He's one of those, you need a Native American, you call him. Yeah. Uh, he was in Twilight. He was like... Ah, okay. But anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah, he just suddenly, you know... Re- he didn't want to, uh, for some reason, he didn't want to say that Terrence Cook was there at the casino at the time. He didn't want to give him the alibi. Right. But he suddenly did. Now he realizes <clears throat> he can profit. So Jackie asks Terrence about his new job. He's wicked distance. She says she's holding off going to Paris. He's like, hey, I'm working a lot. It's bo- yes, because she has fallen in love with Wallace mm-hmm. and she's decided not to go to Paris. And he right. was like, no, you need to go to Paris. Yeah. Because he wants her away from this trouble. So Wallace shows up at the end of the episode at the cookhouse and Terrence gives him a letter from Jackie. And she has left for Paris. Mm. Dot, dot, dot. Oh, well, don't worry. She'll probably run into Jason Teague while she's out there and (laughs) be back next season as a witch. All right. So the next segment I have here, and hopefully this falls into more chronological order, uh, Weevil gets help. Um, So Weevil needs help with his algebra. He wants his grandmother to see him walk across the stage, and um, but she's swamped, so she asks. Um, she then talks to Beaver, who talks about getting his car keyed, and his car is keyed with the the uh, the statement "Amber is a bitch." <laughs> so yeah, what's like, up with that? Wrong car, maybe, or also another strange thing happens. Uh, Beaver's friend is here. He says hi. <laughs> And uh, Veronica's like, "Hey, he doesn't recognize him." And he's like, "Hey, it's it's Hart. I, I haven't, I still haven't said a thing. Do you know what this huh? is about? No, really? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea either. I had no idea. This is a callback to season one, episode fourteen, Mars versus Mars. 
Um, so Hart, okay. Remember when Logan's mom jumped off the bridge and Logan like saw the watch and he's like, uh, she's there. She's totally going to be, she's totally alive. It's, she faked it. The watch is kind of like a signal that she's still out there. She's free. Right. Mm-hmm. But then, um, uh, I think Veronica and Weevil somehow find this kid that has a video. He and his friends are playing soldiers and filming themselves. And it just so happened to catch, uh, Lynn Eccles body falling from the bridge in the background. And Weevil actually threatens him and says, don't like worry that, you know, worry for Logan's sake that, you know, if this video gets out, you know, it's going to be in the tabloids everywhere. So he threatens him not to show that video to anybody. And so we haven't seen him since then. And this is just a short little like, hey, it's me. Remember me from two seasons ago or last season? Uh, wow. I, I still haven't said anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have no idea why they put him in there. I have no idea. Just because I, I, I was like, what? When? when is that going to come to light? What, what, what yeah, happened but there? Also, but also – the Aaron Eccles trial, people who were just picking up this season, watching this season, they won't know yeah. the uh, true, uh, what am I trying to say? The, the uh, severity, you know, the of all that what happened, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Beaver ends up teaching Weevil. So Weevil will fix his car. And Beaver starts like kind of talking down to him by breaking it into like car garage terms. <laughs> and Weevil's just like, "What the hell are you talking about?" And then Mac overhears and offers to help and and tells him about four. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know they there's doing little snipping back and forth, and you know she's saying she's smarter, and he's criticizing her tutoring abilities, and Weevil's just like, you guys need to work out your aggressions and come back and teach me some algebra. Yeah, because they still love each other. Mm-hmm. They're going to get back together. But they got to figure out what this problem is. So after all that work, Weevil's feeling a lot happier. He's passed his algebra, just as the mother of those two boys brings them into the police station to say right. they saw Weevil attack Thumper. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, my next. Uh, also, but the, but the main problem, the main thing in this episode is pressure is on Veronica. It's down to her and Angie mm-hmm. for the scholarship. Is Veronica gonna go to Stanford? Is she gonna get the scholarship? Mm-hmm. It's almost graduation. We got to see who's valedictorian. Yeah, who's gonna, that's who's why it she gonna be? How many times? And also, she's mm-hmm. in the middle of this Aaron Eccles trial. But first, we have to talk about. Um, this next section I call Woody's a creep. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, this this is the stuff we kind of skipped over before. Uh, so Gia gives Veronica cupcakes to apologize. Um, she's uh, Veronica's kind of frosty, but slowly forgiving. Um, she's really trying hard to study. Um, Jackie and Wallace being adorable, yada yada. Then all of a sudden, Lucky jumps on the lunch table and starts firing a gun. Everybody hit the ground. Uh, and Gia is just standing there like a dope and Veronica tackles her to the ground. Um, and Lucky is super pissed. He got fired. Um, and Jackie starts calling 911 and Lucky points a gun at her and she's scared to death. Another like, I mean, I swear I can count maybe on one hand, like the, like the real scary moments of this series Mm -hmm. because the rest of it is kind of like sort of scary, you know, when it gets serious, but these like 
Lucky pointing a gun at uh, Jackie. And, uh, you know, all credit to Tessa Thompson, who we didn't know how great of an actress she was, but we should have seen it in this. I mean, she's looking really scared mm-hmm. <laughs> that he's going to shoot her in the face. Um, and then uh, Wallace creeps up behind him, tackles him, but Lucky gets the best of him and pulls the trigger, and they're blanks. And he's laughing about it. And, uh, uh, however, the security guard there does not have blanks and murders him in front of the entire school. <laughs> yeah, I was really surprised that there wasn't more to this. Yeah. Like, uh, like it's very convenient for Woody that Lucky is out of the picture, taken out of commission. Yeah. Just- he could have talked, but he was way unstable. Whatever happened between those two, it really messed his head up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, and and also, you know, uh, going to Iraq and the mm-hmm. having PTSD from, yeah, you know, nearly getting blown up in Iraq a million times. So. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I gotta give uh, I gotta give him props. This is this is one of those ones that it, it like the security guard shoots. Uh, lucky he falls down dead Everybody's like oh my god And then title credits A long time ago <laughs> <laughs> Just so like Oh yeah we're watching Veronica Mars <laughs> Yeah, This is what this episode is about It's serious <laughs> So what he talks to the press about the shooting He talks about his relationship with Lucky He's just, he's just a bad boy when he was a teen he was, he was fired for poor performance There's nothing else really to talk about um, meanwhile, Keith expresses something that father always expresses to his daughters, and it's that uh, he wants to put Veronica in a hamster ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's evidence of Lucky emailing Woody, um, but it got deleted. Keith wants to get on the computer at Woody's, and he's he knows all about email caches. I was like, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. Like, oh, Mac told me all about it, you know. Mac, Mac's been talking. You've been talking to Mac, Mac about computers, like some sort of like Woody, uh, a witty thing uh, between the two of them. And I almost expected it to be in the deleted scenes, but no. It's just funny. It's like, oh, Keith knows all about emails getting saved on the hard drives of yada yada yada. Like, I don't know. Yeah, and he was going to break into Woody's house yeah. and take his stuff mm-hmm. again. This, I mean, he's a criminal. Like a rat. He's a criminal. The lamb is not doing a thing. I don't know. Anyway, Veronica's like, hey, Gia already invited me over, and Keith gives her the password, Mr. Goodwood. (laughs) Gia notices she's lost 100 friends on MySpace. I think I have, too. Um, (laughs) Veronica pretends her computer froze. She goes to Woody's computer, forwards all these emails to Keith, and reads another email that warns, kill Incorporation or else... And there's a recorded message of some boys talking about what Woody did to them. And Veronica is stunned. She forwards that one, too. And as the progress bar is slowly creeping along, Woody <laughs> walks in. <laughs> Steve Gutenberg has never looked scarier. Like, I'm not scared of Steve Gutenberg, but in that dark lit room and him leaning up against the wall like that. Uh, how'd you do, Veronica? How'd you come out, Veronica? And then, you know. She tells Gia she's got to leave. She's got headaches. And Woody's like, leaning in. And it's probably the computer screen that gives you the headaches. Huh, Veronica? <laughs> he, it seems like he kind of knows. Something's up. Also, we have to say goodbye to Kristen Ritter, whose final <gasps> appearance on the show is Aww. standing there with two bowls of ice cream. Kristen, I will <laughs> eat ice cream with you anytime <laughs> to make up for my idiocy for uh, not believing in you uh, when you were <laughs> cast as Jessica Jones. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to see the third season with her. 
I hope it's better than the second season. Um, <laughs> I didn't see the second season, but season one was pretty good. Yep. Yep. Um, so Kristen said she wanted to appear in the finale, but she was unable to do so because of scheduling conflicts. She says, it was unfortunate for me that I couldn't be in the finale episode. I booked a pilot because I was uh, looking forward to showing how everything that went down affected her. On a side note, I did start to think I was responsible for the crash. I really (laughs) wanted her to be the bad guy. And, uh, I will say, uh, we will see Gia again. Oh, good. uh, Right now we're saying goodbye to her. All right. So Veronica and Keith examine the audio. It is a recording of three boys, but only two can be heard. Um, and Keith is trying to track down Bat Boys. Lucky, Lucky's emails mention presents he left for Woody. Um, Veronica remembers Lucky calling roadside bombs presents. So Keith storms into Woody's office, call the bomb squad, have them search your house. Woody says that, um, you know, it calls out Keith about Veronica. He says, don't. Most adults don't have their children do espionage work for them. And Keith says, most adults keep their hands off of other people's children. Oh, snap. What? And that's when, Keith, <laughs> that's when Woody's, Woody's little little uh, mask drops. He's just done with Keith. He's like, if you share any of these theories, I will ruin you. And I wanted to, uh, I wanted to say, what can you do to Keith Mars? Yeah. He's pretty much ruined. Yeah. I love Keith fires back. I'm not a 15-year-old boy, Woody. You don't scare me. Mm. Veronica asks Logan if Lucky mentioned anything about Woody. He remembers Lucky wearing a catcher's mask and bleaching his feet. Very weird flashback. Why did he bleach his feet? Veronica tells Keith about Logan's stories. They look at the video. Keith notices a catcher's mask painted on the wall, uh, or a painting on the wall. And uh, Keith calls Lamb. And meanwhile, Veronica notices the camera is looking at Little League pictures on the wall. And in that Little League, the the Little League is called the Sharks. And in the Little League is Marcos and Peter, two of the kids on the bus crash. Mm. What? Um, Probably explaining why Peter threw that bag of goodies away. Mm -hmm. Why he went on the field trip. Lamb does not find a bomb in the house, but he does find one under Woody's car. Um, Keith, Keith plays the recording for Lamb. He says that Peter and Marcos are on the Lamb. Uh, on the Lamb. Peter and Marcos are on the tape. Lamb asks, why would Woody try to bomb himself, though? He suspects Keith is trying to get him to arrest the mayor and turn him into a laughingstock. And Keith asks if his big ego is so big he'd let a child molester and a murderer get away. I just love when Keith gets angry. Mm. <laughs> Uh, then Keith gets evidence that Lucky was in a padded cell during the bus cat crash, and which I was, I'm, I just called bullshit on. Because <laughs> it's like, I, I think I, I can just see in the writer's room them going, wait a second. We have this unhinged Lucky character. He's, he's dead, but there's nothing actually proving that he maybe wasn't standing on the side of the road with a cell phone ready to set off this bomb as it goes by. What what can we do? Oh, we'll just say he was in a padded cell during that bus crash. <laughs> yeah, and and also to which I think, like, did he call in sick? Like, how did he get back to working at the school after being in the padded cell? Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it. Yeah, I agree. Not that was too too severe, too harsh for a uh, alibi. Yeah, it, it should have been that. Oh, he was he was just coming back for he was he was recovering from Iraq. Right. Or something. Yeah. Um, so this is enough for Lamb to say, all right, all right, I'll go pick Woody up. 
So that's it for Woody's a creep. Um, also happening in this episode is a big trial, <laughs> which is just like, <laughs> holy shit, all this stuff. Um, so Aaron testifies. He says he was at the top of his game in the 80s. Um, <laughs> since he has been alive uh, in 1987. Yeah. Did you know that Harry Hamlin actually was the sexiest man alive in 1987? Oh, really? Yep. <laughs> I mean, he, he was pretty hot. Yeah, he was. He still is. He's okay. <laughs> uh, Lily saw him for who he was. They never slept together. They just fooled around. And then she stole my Oscar. And I went to confront her. And she hit me with an ashtray. And then Duncan came out all angry. And I left. So that's so. Basically, they're saying he's saying that Duncan then murdered Lily with his Oscar. And that might be why his blood is on that ashtray. Um, outside, of course. Crowds rally behind Aaron. Um, this is so weird and out of the ordinary that a crowd of people would rally around, say, somebody in the entertainment industry, even though the facts are pretty clear that he might have. They're like, a scumbag. They're a total scumbag. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but these people, big fans, it doesn't matter. He made great movies, right? <laughs> uh, right now, I'm trying to figure out who you're talking about it's so, there's so it, many people uh, exactly exactly I, you know i, I don't think like, i'm talking about one particular person <laughs> okay because you know i'm still seeing you know uh yeah michael jackson did this but but we loved his music mm-hmm. you know we we celebrate these thugs and we celebrate this person but and we're not saying michael jackson's perfect mm-hmm. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, that's oh, just trust the me, first that, one that came to mind. Yeah, well, I mean, gosh, look at any Twitter Twitter thread like of just like a major uh, media organization talking about that doc, talking about that documentary. It is amazing to me how many people are just like like super like they they do not see it at all, you know. But anyway, well, and R. Kelly also. R. There's Kelly. A, R. Oh. Kelly has a lot of defenders. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a just some. Something, you know, I like this. It's, I guess it's that thing where you double down, where you refuse to change your opinion when you're given facts. Right. I was like that with the X-Files for a while. Um, I would not. No, you know, as much as the X-Files abused me in the later seasons, (laughs) I still was like, no, no, it's the best show. (laughs) I do love it. Now I just have to say I really love the the, the early seasons, and I could admit nothing's that, perfect. Yeah. And you know you can't expect a show to go on for nine seasons and lose, you know the the star of the show. Mm-hmm. Anyway, we don't want to wait. X Files edition coming soon. Um, <laughs> I'm doing years. it again. <laughs> nine seasons. <laughs> no, it's eleven at this point. Uh, <laughs> oh, I forgot about it, these. Eleven guys. seasons and two movies. We're really not doing that. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, anyway, yes. hashtag cult of personality. That's all I want to say. Just uh, anyway, all right. So uh, Keith and Veronica are talking outside. He says, "Stay cool on the stand," and she says, "She's easygoing, Veronica Mars." And then she confesses <laughs> that she wants to wipe the smirk off of Aaron's face. Um, and he and, he's, and he says, uh, it, uh, "It's like how." A fat guy's call is nicknamed Tiny. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, so Aaron warns Logan not to testify. He's going to be convicted of destroying state's evidence. Logan's like, um, yeah, you're looking out for me. 
basically kind of scoffs mm-hmm. at him. Uh, then Veronica goes on the stand and of course Aaron's lawyer is a scumbag and accuses Veronica of propositioning Aaron after finding the tape of he and Lily kissing. And, um, she says, no, no, no. He hid in my back seats. That was not propositioning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This version of events that, that Aaron and his lawyer give, it's like, wow, what planet are you on? Yeah. To think that that is what happened. That is, he terrorized her. Right. They. She put uh, him in a fridge and set it on fire. Yeah. Forced Keith to literally, yeah. Forced Keith to literally walk through fire to save <sighs> Veronica. Hero dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, more on that later. Um, but then, but the, the, but the lawyer paints Veronica as a wealth seeker, somebody that hangs on to rich people. Well, you, you, this boyfriend was rich, and this boyfriend was rich. Well, we live in Neptune. This is California. Oh, Most yeah. people are rich. <laughs> Yeah, hold up on that because that's that's actually during Keith's thing. Um, but this, uh-huh. but but during Veronica's thing, he also drops the news to everybody that Veronica has chlamydia, which is just oh. yeah. And like, what is that supposed to? That's your. What does that prove? Like, what is she that? is sexually active, therefore not therefore trustworthy. You can't trust anything <laughs> she says. Okay, she's a whoa. Um, outside, I like how Keith is like doesn't even. Like cause make any trouble with her. He just asks her if he's if she's okay, if everything is okay, and she says yeah. And we see Lamb in the background leering at her. Ugh. So then Keith gets put on the stand and he talks about the night he rescued his daughter. Aaron said he was just waiting with Veronica by with it for for a tow truck, and they were in a compromising position when uh, Keith pulled up. And he says, "How oh, well didn't they you- say they they did they say they had a uh, the witness the per- the the person that lived there? Yeah, but then they could then but then the prosecutor says that they can't find that person. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Um, the lawyer then asks Keith, how well do you know your daughter?' And then he drops the news about um, Duncan and uh, her breaking into the Manning house." And he has no idea about that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, manipulating Leo into getting into the records room. And she had a relationship with Leo. So that was her being a hua again. And um, then then she's, then he's like, why say it was Logan who took the tapes if Veronica was actually the one who took the tapes? And then he scoffs that Veronica used one boyfriend to deliver the tapes to another boyfriend to get another boyfriend off. And Keith loses his patience and grabs the lawyer by the tie. And uh, he is soon excused. Mm-hmm. He says, if you use those air, those fingers for air quotes one more time, I'm going to break them off. Yeah, that's like right. That. <laughs> uh, Logan testifies, and thankfully he is honest. Um, he does not cover up for his dad at all. I was worried that was going to be a last-minute twist. Mm-hmm. Um, then Aaron's lawyer points out that Logan was granted immunity and destroying evidence for his testimony. Uh, so it's like his testimony is kind of compromised. Um, then in, uh, so basically, oh. hold on. The cat opened the door to let the dog out. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. <laughs> it's like, who's opening the door to let Sadie out? Oh, it's the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Teamwork. So we quickly go back to high school for this one moment. Uh, Wallace feeling nostalgic and telling Veronica that he is glad that he got taped to that pole. And it was uh, worth it. Getting taped to the pole was worth it. Yeah. And Veronica is 
trying to concentrate on those finals as she sees Wallace clean out his locker, and then she gets to text that the verdict is in, and she leaves. She leaves. She doesn't take her final. Mm. God darn there. Goodbye, Stanford. Um, and uh, the verdict is he's not guilty on all counts. And uh, I say, what the hell? And Aaron gives a smug look at a very tearful-looking Veronica. Yeah. As, uh, we go to credits. So, justice <laughs> is not served. Aaron is free. Um, he's gotten away with murdering Lily and uh, putting Veronica in a fridge and setting it on fire. Um, nobody believes the words uh, Veronica because she's got chlamydia. Uh, nobody believes the words of Keith because obviously he's covering up for his daughter. Nobody believes the words of Logan because he was granted immunity for his testimony. So he, he'll say anything for the lawyers. So the whole case against Aaron, I guess, falls apart because they don't have the sex tapes. Because Logan screwed that up. And now, yeah, um, it's crazy. We're going into the season finale. What will the, I mean, if this was the penultimate, mm-hmm. what would the season finale be? Well, we're going to have will to wrap we, up. Uh, mm. uh, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. Will we find out? Veronica, you know, goodbye Stanford. Will Veronica go to college? Mm-hmm. Will what is going to happen to Aaron? Mm-hmm. What about Love? Yeah. What about? I mean, like, does Tessa Thompson like? I mean, is you didn't say goodbye Tessa Thompson? No, I didn't. We will see Tessa. <laughs> like, what is up with Tessa Thompson and Wallace? Oh uh, yeah. Uh, you know, also, I mean, Goodman, what the heck is, will he continue? Like, is this show just going to be the little guy gets stomped on and the big, and the rich guy gets away with literally murder all the time? Mm. Like, yeah. And it's crazy that they made the decision to take the season one big bad and mm-hmm. release him from prison. The episode before the season two finale in which we're going to have to deal with the season two big bad as well, you know, as we talk in Buffy terms. But I mean, and uh, I mean, this is a high school show uh, and we know that in every high school show when they have to graduate, we need to do some graduation time stuff, too. So. um, So will there be a big, huge knockdown drag out fight at graduation? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Because I don't remember Veronica graduating. Weevil is about to get arrested for murder. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Um. Yeah. It's uh. It's pretty crazy. We'll find out what happens next week. We're going to be talking. This is going to be an odd one for us. We never really do this, but it's just the way that the scheduling worked out. We're going to be talking about three episodes. And by the way. <laughs> I looked over my schedule again and realized I messed up by a week. So there are going to be a couple of weeks um, in like April where we're going to have to do four episodes because <laughs> I messed up by a week. But anyway, um, next week. Well, is- next week is just the finale, correct? No, next week we're going to be talking about the finale and then we're going to be starting up uh, the next season. We're going to talk about oh. the first two episodes of the next season, too. I did not know that. Yeah. I wouldn't want to I'm- just. Make Ed watch one episode and say, "Sorry, oh, can't wait till well, next. Can't wait till next still, week." He still hasn't seen the uh, this episode. This. Oh man. Yeah. So I've got to get these DVDs ordered. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. 
<laughs> I was thinking Sorry? it was just going to be the finale. No. Why would we do our binge cast and just talk about one episode? That's ridiculous. I thought it was just how the the weeks fail. It's okay. If, if you need extra time and we have to uh, push ahead a few days, we, we can. Just let me know. Okay. Folks, uh, next time we talk to you, we're going to be talking about three episodes. One of them is called Not Pictured. That is the season finale. We'll be wrapping up the season, saying goodbye to season two, and then we're going to be getting into season three. Do you know what those two episodes are? Welcome Wagon, My Big Fat Greek Rush Week. And I'm sure it's going to be all aces because the season finale and the season, the season three opener are both written by Rob Thomas. And the second episode of season three is called, is written by uh, Diane Ruggiero. So all great stuff. I'm sure of it. So, um, yeah, looking forward to getting into getting in, finishing up the season and then getting into season. It, this is like <laughs> so weird. I, I never like to do this, but uh, unfortunately it's just the way it kind of all shook out. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> we'll never do it again, okay? I just want to get okay. done before I zombie gets here. Um, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, uh, we'll uh, see you all. Thank you for listening to our, our little podcast. And uh, we'll, we'll see you all next time on We Don't Want to Wait slash iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph. <laughs> Bye. Bye.